From the latest community news to informative, entertaining reads for travelers and the cannabis curious, just visit your local Black Press Media community newspaper website to sign up today. Welcome to Off the Page, a weekly podcast by the Comox Valley Record. I'm Erin Halischuk, a journalist with The Record. Join me as we take a deeper look at the people and stories in the Comox Valley. Leslie Cox, otherwise known as the Duchess of Dirt, is a gardener, writer, and educator. And along with her husband, John, the owner of Growing Concern Cottage Garden in Black Creek, she writes a twice-monthly column for the record, which explores all things gardening, in addition to maintaining her Duchess of Dirt blog that offers gardening tips, photos, facts, and others available at duchessofdirt.ca. Welcome to the podcast, Leslie. Hi, Erin. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us today. So I understand that you and your husband both worked in former career in the corporate world and understand that you were both downsized out of the nine to five jobs. Can you start us off a little bit by explaining how you made that transition from the nine to five and really immersing yourself into gardening and everything horticulture? Well, just to clarify, uh, our jobs were actually more shift work, and we wound up working a fair amount of overtime in a fast-paced industry. When we both lost our jobs and were trying to figure out what the next step would be, we decided, because both of us have gardened in the past and we had teenagers to feed, that we would expand our vegetable garden and perhaps try selling at the farmer's market. Taking on that and increasing, you know, the amount that we grew and what have you, and have already working long hours in the in the industry, it was um, actually quite an easy transition. And the bottom line is, John and I both love to garden. It's in our genes. We grew up gardening beside our, our parents, but it was tough. It's going from a um, secure paycheck down to a, a shaky one, and you've got kids. It was very stressful. Thankfully, it was something that we were used to doing. What is it about gardening that both you and your husband are just so passionate about? Both of us absolutely love nature. We like growing things. I like to grow from seed. John is more, he does a lot of growing from cuttings that he takes from various plants and what have you. He worked in his parents' garden and I worked alongside my dad in in our garden. It's something that we both grew up with. So it's like you cook beside your mother or (laughs) learn to to crochet alongside your grandmother or whatever. It was something that we knew and something that we were comfortable with. And to be truthful, it was probably one of the best careers that we could have selected for ourselves because it helped us in the transition. Like I say, it was difficult going from a corporate career to a farming career and working for ourselves. Working in the garden is very nurturing and very calming. In terms of the island and and having the accessibility to the climate and the soil here, particularly in the Comox Valley, what is it here that makes it a special place to garden? For one thing, it's a little unique in that there's a fairly decent zone difference between Comox, right by the ocean, and where we are in Black Creek in the shadow of a ski hill. So we can be five degrees or more colder than Comox at times, depending on, uh, on what the weather situation is. 
So there are some challenges depending on where you live. There are, there's soil differences. We have clay out here. Merville has a lot of rock and parts of Comox have a lot of sand. So there are definitely soil differences that you have to uh, learn to live with and, and work with and um, how to amend because every soil type is different. You know, we are blessed with a good growing climate. We have a good, decently long growing season that can supply a fair amount of either, you know, floral beauty for us or food stocks for us. So. And just speaking of uh, food stocks, particularly with the challenges that this last year have brought along and most recently the floods in British Columbia, the idea of food security is really at the top of a lot of people's minds. So I can't imagine that much more emphasis on growing your own food and how people are really giving maybe a second thought to doing that. Is that something that has come up a lot in your work recently? Yes, I've had quite a few people attend my courses, my workshops, looking to grow food for themselves and how to do it. Some people who attend admittedly are coming from different climates from other provinces, so they're trying to learn how to garden in, in this climate. But my outlook now is that we should be embracing the victory garden idea from the Great War that we should all be growing at least a little bit of food for ourselves. And those of us that don't have a green thumb or just don't have the time to garden or don't have enough space to garden, we are blessed that we have good producing farms in the region and a very vibrant farmer's market. Some people don't have easy access to the products that we have available here. The number of farms are increasing on the island, which is a good thing because if we get cut off as we were experiencing in the, with the, the mudslides and the, and the floods in BC, it really puts a hurt on our transport system. People who may be experienced, intermediate, or just beginner gardeners in the Comox Valley, what are some of the biggest challenges to being a gardener, particularly in the area? And are things like diseases or pests something that we should be concerned about? Oh, definitely. You have to keep an eye on the health of your plants at all times. There are more and more pests and some diseases that are coming to the valley that we haven't had before. And part of that is the warming temperatures, but it's also because we're such a global market. So we're getting plants that are shipping in from other parts of the country and some of them even overseas. And so they're bringing pests or diseases with them. It's a bit of a problem, but I think as a beginning gardener, I try to, to tell everybody that your first priority is to look at your soil. If you don't have healthy soil, you cannot have healthy plants. There's a lot to be said for soil. The science of amending and, and keeping your nutrient level in is huge. And the other thing about a beginner gardener, too, that you need to know is what plants really are suitable for growing in our climate. So I get a lot of questions, you know, asking for a recommendation for a, a climbing plant that, that will produce flowers. There's so much to learn at the beginning, and it's, it can be overwhelming. But the best thing to do is just to jump in with both feet and get them wet. Get your hands dirty. Get your fingers in, in the soil and get dirt under your fingernails. 
one thing about gardening is you're always learning. Class is always open in a garden. It is. It, you just never stop. Gardening is a wonderful pastime in, in my mind, and I'm passionate about it. That's why I write my gardening column and have my website because I just like to share experiences and let people know that if they have a question, please feel free. One of the best websites to go to if you're looking for certain plants or information on certain plants and even pests and diseases is to check the university extensions. Like at Colorado University, Missouri Botanical Garden is another good one. And if you're looking to find what plant will grow in your garden and and some suggestions for sunshade and whatever, you can't beat the website greatplantpicks.ca or .com, one of the two. And they have actual lists of uh, shade-loving vines, ground covers. It's more ornamental plants, but it gives you a really good idea and good information on what will work in the Pacific Northwest. Discover what's happening around our province with todayinbc.com. Sign up today to get the latest news right to your inbox and never miss the news that's important to you and your family. From community news in your neighborhood to what's happening in our province, your source for daily news is todayinbc.com. Depending on where you live, some people have access to community gardens or small spaces or people who live in apartments, maybe just a balcony or a patio. Do you have any suggestions for smaller space gardens? Well, there's actually quite a nice selection coming out of plants, vegetables um, that only grow. Like, for instance, I grew two dwarf tomato plants uh, this year in pots on my front porch. And I've grown them in the past, but they only get, you know, 20 inches, maybe 30 inches tall. They might need a small stake, but they work well in pots and they do produce quite well. But what a lot of people forget about when they have a balcony is that you have good space if you go up. So a trellis and you can grow cucumbers on there. You can grow squash. A lot of people think, oh, squash are too heavy to grow on a trellis. Not so. They just grow a thicker stem. So you can just go up. And it also, if you're, you know, get sun at certain time of the day, putting a trellis in and growing a vine on it, a producing vine, or just even um, a flower vine will create some shade for your patio door. And just to wrap up here, Leslie, is there an area of expertise that you particularly would like to focus more on or learn a little bit more on? All of them. <laughs> I'm forever researching. My career was as a lab technician. I love research. I love technical information and what have you. So that's my forte. But I think the biggest challenge for us is the climate, the changing in the climate. And what we learned this summer through the heat wave and then the heat dome and then the subsequent heat waves, I mean, our cucumbers, even though we put our market umbrella up and moved the shade as the sun moved, we still lost them. They they just wilted. They couldn't take the heat. We had a slowdown period in our tomatoes in the greenhouse. It got to 30 degrees in there, and tomatoes don't like it any hotter than about 28 degrees Celsius. So they prefer it down a little bit lower than that. And what happened was we had a period where our tomatoes actually were quite tough. 
it was so hot in there. It just, they, we didn't have the nice, soft, juicy tomatoes. And even though we did put some cover over top of the greenhouse, it wasn't enough. It was just too much heat. And we had a fan running in there too. So is there one particular project or one particular plant that you're really looking forward to in the spring, in this coming growing season? Oh my goodness. That's mean, making me pick one plant. <laughs> What I really get excited about in spring is sowing my seeds. I love starting plants from seed. So um, I actually have my first shipment of seeds have been sent. I'll be receiving them in a few days. So I've already ordered the first batch of seeds. I grow a lot of open pollinated. So I've gathered a lot of seeds. And that's a good thing. If you can collect your seeds and sow them for the next year, you're climatizing the plant slowly but surely to our changing climate. And they stand a little bit better chance of surviving these extreme heats and and extreme colds or (laughs) extreme wet. (laughs) But we have a um, serviceberry and amelanchier tree that draws in the cedar wax wings, but I always make sure I get a few cups of berries off that tree for my, to to put in the freezer for when I do my baking. I have an aronia berry, a choke berry. It's an aronia plant. And I got 15 and a half pounds of berries off it. And it's only maybe four feet tall and five feet wide, <laughs> but oh. they're very delicious. So I look forward to those. kind. I love gathering food out of the garden, but I also love my plants. Spring is my favorite time. I love watching the plants come out of the ground and fresh flowers and everything. By, by spring, I'm, I'm done with winter. <laughs> I think we all can say about the same thing. (laughs) We really appreciate you taking the time and and here's to a really good 2022 and a a great growing season ahead. Oh, thank you, Erin. That's this edition of Off the Page, produced by the Comox Valley Record. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. Email us at offthepage at comoxvalleyrecord.com. Buying a home is an important milestone. Find the right realtor and the right listings for your needs at todayshomebc.com. Powered by Black Press Media. With easy-to-use search filters and direct links to realtors and their websites, you'll get all the information you need to find your perfect home. Search hundreds of local listings and get access to the top real estate professionals to help you find your perfect property. Get started now at todayshomebc.com.